Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And uh, we're recording with the big boys today. Yeah, man, got the professionals with us. And by uh, and by, big boys, I, I mean men that are more in shape than us <laughs> and just more professional. Yeah, <laughs> we're recording on professional recording equipment. <laughs> because this is on your bucket list. <laughs> so my dining room table was fine with me. <laughs> so, so what are we talking about today, man? Uh, we're talking about being content, being which content. is ironic when we, because that we, we flush the format to, to uh, <laughs> record on this new fancy equipment. Well, I, you know, we've been talking about this. Content, contentment mm-hmm. is, not, is not not wanting better things. Right. But it's being okay with how things are. Correct. Yeah. And uh, so I, I guess, I guess, what does contentment mean for you? And I realized last episode you said yeah. you hated that. Yeah, question. no, I hated that. I hate, like, what does it mean to me? But I've, I've done enough reading uh, in the weeks leading up to this because uh, we took a week off last week with hurricanes and stuff going on where we are. Um, and one article I read that was uh, put out by UC Berkeley uh, examined a culture in Asia that had been previously unreached. Um, and their sort of thought around contentment was, it was it's a knowledge of enough. Mm. And I really liked that, that succinct and that really simple yet deep and profound definition. Sounds like a great episode title. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it probably will be. But, um, yeah, so it, for me, contentment is, is not complacency, which we may talk about in a little bit, but instead it's just kind of taking the things – from a Christian perspective, that God has given us, and 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 just being okay with our current station in life, uh, not getting, not letting outside happenings, outside aff- pressures, yeah, or- affect our in- inner um, peace and, and and stuff that comes from God. That's good. I like that. I like the idea of everything around me can be hectic, yeah, and haywire, yeah, and yet. There's potential, at least, that there's this thing called contentment, that I yeah. could have this inner peace, even though yeah. everything else is crazy. Let me ask you this. Would you say you're good at contentment? Uh, no, it's something that, <laughs> that I have to work to, for, you know. And, and ultimately, it's something that even if I respond to a certain situation uh, in a way that doesn't, exemplify contentment Mm. that doesn't mean i don't have contentment it just means i've probably forgotten about it in that moment yeah and so what i then do is remind myself of where i am and who has me meaning god who has me in his in his grips and who has me in this moment in my life for a reason Mm. and that sort of worry and that anxiety that anger whatever emotion i'm feeling in that moment um that helps me sort of Put that aside. Yeah. Um, I guess what I really haven't considered, and we can talk about this a little bit if we want to, uh, is what about in those moments where I, I tend to think of contentment in response to negative things mm. in my life, like things that make me angry or anxious or whatever. But what about those moments where I'm, uh, you know, abnormally joyous mm. or or I, I experience that 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 high that comes with getting a raise at, at my job or uh, getting a new job, a better job, or getting married or having a child. Those are mo- euphoric moments, right? 
um, that moved me along life's path to a, to what I what many would consider a higher level of, of happiness. Um, so adjusting my contentment to that is something I don't often think about. Yeah, that's really good because um, I don't know. I, I guess what could be what could be the negative side of being too excited? Like, why why should we? want to recenter or have balance in those moments, even when <laughs> certainly we can yeah. understand why that would be a good thing when, uh, we're, you know, we're prone to give in to anxiety, give in to bitterness, give in to resentment. But what, I guess what's the bad or what's the, what could happen if we let ourselves get too crazy with it? Yeah. So think about when I mean, we were both married, think about our wedding days and how happy we were in those days. If we expect every day <laughs> of our marriage to be as perfect as that day, we'll never be content mm. in our marriage. Because um, I won't say there are no days as happy as that day, because there are, may be some. Um, but your marriage day is more about you than any day after that <laughs> will be, Right. Um, you are the star even, of the show. And well, and even the marriage day, we weren't the stars of the show. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you and I, yeah, our meaning our wives were. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And so, and I think about like when my ch- when my child is born, I, that the euphoria of being in that room mm. when that new life comes into the world. And uh, I had posted something about this on Facebook uh, yesterday. Uh, um, but yet that child seemingly exists every day after that to make my life difficult. You make it challenging, you know, in, in, in good ways. It sanctifies me. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so I think if you don't have contentment, there's that, there, there could come that unrealistic expectation that every day, even the good days mm. are, um, like sort of a new, a new floor. Mm. And so when you dip below those things, that line that you've, that you put up, uh, it can cause you to go into some deep depression and realize, like, wh- wh- why isn't my life uh, as good as it was that day? Um, so that could be the negative of putting our, our uh, unrealistic expectations on our lives to be good all the time. Yeah, and that's really good. It's almost like what you're talking about is having this attitude that no matter what happens, mm-hmm. bad or good, yeah. I think you and I have lived a life enough to say, this will pass. Yeah. This too shall pass. Yeah, yeah, the good and the bad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 uh, when you have a tr- sort of transcendental worldview that we're not ultimate, uh, it allows you it, to me contentment. While that article that I read from UC Berkeley was a secular article, the what they were examining was was a, a culture that had a transcendent worldview. Mm. Um, they weren't examining purely secular worldviews. I don't know how you attain contentment without um, without a transcendent worldview, without some, I'm not even necessarily saying Christianity, but without some view that we as humans aren't ultimate. Yeah. How do you, you containment is an impossible goal, uh, an impossible thing to reach, I think. I like in that article too, and I guess we could we could link it in yeah, the, we'll since we're show notes, referencing yeah. it a good bit. Um, the individual who they were interviewing from, I guess it was a tribe. I don't, yeah, I don't really tribe, even know. Somewhere in the Himalayans, I think. Himalayan mountains. But they called it, they called contentment the height mm-hmm. of spiritual achievement. Yeah. Which is so cool to me. Yeah. And really what, ultimately what it boils down for me 
contentment, what contentment boils down for me is acceptance. Yeah. That whatever situation I'm in, whatever I'm experiencing, if I can accept what I'm experiencing, I can, uh, I can be a benefit to God and others. Yeah, absolutely. And so a good barometer for me to know whether I'm content or not is how am I treating others? Mm-hmm. When I, you know, this kind of goes into our last episode, but when I am bitter or when I'm snappy at home, yeah. um, that's a good indication for me where I'm not accepting things that are, that are happening to me right now, yeah. whether good or bad, like what yeah. we talked about. Um, so acceptance is pretty key for me. And I, I'll tell you, it's, it's good for me to accept when injustices happen to me or mm-hmm. bad things, seeming yeah. like what we talked about last episode, perceived injustices. But I've experienced more contentment lately when I'm able to own up to something I've did that was yeah. wrong. Yeah. When I can go to someone else and say, I was wrong, and usually it's my wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because we who we spend the most time with. Yeah. Uh, when I can go to her and say, "I was wrong for this." Yeah. When I can go to a boss and say, and I've had to do this recently, yeah. I was wrong for X, Y, and Z. When I can, when I can do that, mm-hmm. um, that's I've experienced more contentment when I'm able to own up to my own wrongdoings. Yeah. More than anything else, really. And I, I guess it comes from a place of, like what you're saying, I'm not ultimate. Right. Um, it's okay that I'm not the savior of the world. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's okay that I'm not this perfect person. Mm-hmm. And so I guess being able to be okay with not being okay, if we want to say that, it's kind yeah. of cliche. but And um, it's, it's, it's a really, like, and this, our podcast is called Wrestling with the Angels. We wrestle with this. Mm-hmm. It's not as if in those moments that we're thinking, okay, I have to be content. <laughs> it's often uh, something we have to train ourselves for. Like we have to talk about it mm-hmm. in order so when that next opportunity arises, we can be prepared. Yeah. And we have to be able to look back and see when we weren't content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being and, able to own up. And, to- and rem- like you just said, remedy that by re- like repenting of or, or saying we're sorry for those things uh, and moving on, um, you know, and, and we'll talk about our, in the next episode is, is about being a, being parents, being fathers. Um, that's one of the relationships that's most affected by my contentness. Our, our marriages, absolutely. Uh, but our children too, because they, um, we want, I want so much more for my children than what I had and was growing up. And so when they, when they meet those expectations, uh, I have to be, I have to realize that the next day they may not. So mm-hmm. I have to be content with where they are um, and not, and not force them um, into things. And then also uh, when they let me down, I don't need to, I don't need to lower my expectations, but I need to be content to teach them. Okay. Here's, here's what you did wrong. Here's where you, what you need to do next time. Uh, and my kids are f- four and two and I'm having these, you know, sort of <laughs> conversations with them at, at their age level. Um, so yeah, I think, I think contentment is a, is a fight it, and it, and you and I talked about this week, it's fleeting for you mm, yeah, in a is. lot of ways. And so, and for me too, if I'm honest, um, so it's not as if when we say you, you can have contentment, it's sort of this peak emotional experience. And once you're there, you stay there. Mm. Um, it's sort of ebbs and flows. 
Um, but we go back to our standing with God and our belief in him and what he's done for us in his son. And that's the baseline. So we, we always go back to that. So at the end of the day, we want to be center. You know, we want to be balanced, yeah. focused on him. Mm. And that helps us be content. So if we start every day as Christians um, in that neutral uh, position versus contentment, we'll save ourselves a lot of trouble. And today, that's what we want to do. We want to work towards that yeah. that contentment, that the knowledge that right now is as it should be, and right now is enough. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for His peace.